Good afternoon and welcome to Not Minding uh, My Own Business. I am your host and estate planning and elder law attorney, Russell Farbiars, and I am joined here uh, by Sean Latta of Nuclei. Uh, Sean, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Sure. So, so Sean, uh, you are uh, one of the owners of, of Nuclei. Uh, so tell us a little bit about what Nuclei does. Yeah, absolutely. So at Nuclei, we're a data analytics company, and we help our clients create custom solutions for their data pain points. So we'll go in, we'll have a preliminary conversation with our client, see where they're having any friction with their data, and how we can create a solution that will be long-term to help them you know, automate those tasks and make their, their business life a little bit easier. Okay. So let's break that, break that down because, uh, you know, and, uh, and so when you say data friction, where do you see friction with data in, in, that affects companies? I would say in the organization. Um, so in the collection of the data, the organization of the data, analysis of it, where it's being stored and how it's being visualized are really the, the major points that I see that there's opportunities for small to medium-sized business. Um, a lot of those tasks can be automated and can save business owners hours of their time weekly and monthly if, if we put those processes in place. So what sort of tasks are you able to automate? So we do a lot of sales tracking, lead generation, um, lots of inventory management, operations, um, tracking marketing dollars. Um, okay. Really, really any vertical with inside of a business that there's numbers associated with, we can create a solution that can solve those issues. Okay. Um, and of course, every business has lots of numbers. And, and then how do you help businesses understand what those numbers are telling them? Absolutely. So in that consultation process, we typically like to ask people, what are the five most important parts to your business? And then we tailor that solution around those five most important pieces to the business. So I always tell that the client is the expert in their field. So I rely on their knowledge of their industry to where we create a solution that's relevant and useful for them to use on a daily basis. Um, the worst thing we could ever do is create a solution that's not useful. So it's, it's um, definitely a two-way communication between Nuclei and the client to ensure that we're creating something that's gonna be useful in the long-term for that business. So if I'm a, if I'm a business, if I'm a business owner, how, how does what you do help me run more efficiently or save me money? So we're going to save you time. I, that's one of our most important which is, selling points, which is money, which is money. You can always make more money. You can never make more time. That's so correct. we like to help them save their time so they can allocate those those very critical minutes and hours that that business owner can be working on their business, not in their business. We can derive insights from their data to help them really hone in on what product SKUs, solutions are, are the most profitable for them, what clients are the most profitable for them. And maybe we can help identify something that's not profitable or a client that's not, you know, delivering those, those margins that you would expect. So maybe we can shy away from those things that aren't 
being maximizing our time inside that business and we can really focus on what's working and where our margins are being seen the highest. Okay. And do you do you have a a dashboard or, or something that this is presented to the client on that they can access this information in real time or is so so it, it, you're nodding your head so so tell me tell me yeah. about, a little bit about that yeah absolutely i just was wanting to let you finish there no, I um yeah so how that typically works is we host that dashboard inside of our dual authenticated secured portal so that information is live connected to that data so you can get those insights 24 seven, you know, whenever you want to log on, check it out. Anytime you have an update in your data, just log on and check it out. And then you can see the changes. Um, that's what's nice about our solutions is we try to minimize impact on the client um, and automate as many processes as we can. Um, we don't want to ever be a burden um, on our on our clients, you know, in terms of, you know, asking too much time from them and so forth. So we really like to automate that process as much as possible. Now, a lot of people, when they hear the phrase automation, it, it might scare them a little bit. Can you can you sort of speak to why automation shouldn't be a scary a scary topic? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, there's a wide array uh, array of different variations of automation. You know, all the way up and from you know a PowerShell script all the way up into you know machine learning and things like that. And you know, that's where the machine is actually creating thoughts, I guess, you know, it's at analyzing the algorithm and making those decisions out of that algorithm. But, you know, I think that's where the scary part comes from is machines making their own decisions. Um, so we like to just basically automate the data flow for the most part. That's, that's a typical offering that we're going to try to do to eliminate, you know, double points of entry of data. We want it to be entered or retrieved one time and then then we distribute that information after that, you know, because there's plenty of times where you see there's multiple instances where data entry is required in the different systems. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a gamut we'll run, um, you know, depending on the, the need of the business. Um, but the automation is, you know, we just have to leverage our technology that's available to us to help our scale our businesses in this day and age. There's more tools at our disposal than there ever has been. And we can really right. scale business much quicker um, and much more efficiently than we ever could. Yeah, I I was I I believe I, I believe it was with your part I was having a discussion with your partner at, at, at recently uh, about the necessity of automation and businesses going forward and how you know it might seem like it's a right now it's a it's a choice. But eventually, it's just going to become a necessity. Is that? Would you agree with that? And and why? I absolutely agree with that. Um, I like to say, you know, analytics and you know, really leveraging numbers is kind of like a website was 15 years ago. To where a website 15 years ago was a nice piece to have in your business, but not necessarily required. In today's age. If you don't have a website, that's how people validate and kind of vet your business. That's that's a digital resume for you, you know. And most you can't you can't survive. For you can, but for the most part, a website is kind of step one, or yeah. you know, in the beginning steps of your business creation and you know the different offerings you have for your business. So I kind of like to compare data analytics to that. We're in that 
that time frame right now where they're nice to have. But as our society and as the economics of the world start becoming more digital, everything will be digital. Everything will have a footprint even more than it already does now. Why not start today, get those processes in place to once, once it becomes inevitable that you're gonna need it, have those processes already in place. And so you can use those to leverage your business. And it's a, it's a tremendous competitive advantage today because not many small business owners are really truly taking advantage of what those tools are that are out there. Yeah. You know, and I'll tell you, I, I have done a lot of, I've read a, a lot of business books and, you know, talked with, with other lawyers who, who are what I would consider more progressive. And, and a lot of the conversations are, are about knowing your numbers and understanding your data. And it sounds like that's what your, what your product is, is selling. Uh, without, yeah, without, absolutely. Yeah. We're definitely a vehicle to help understand those numbers and, We'll take care of all the, the details parts that people don't really want to. And then we just give them the benefit of being able to use that information. And we, you know, we can help them understand those numbers as well. So, you know, once it's done, we can always, it's an ongoing conversation to where we can have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with that client to really help them understand those numbers. Right. Because it's important as a business owner to use your numbers so that you can make decisions, like you said earlier, you know, identifying, I, you know, clients or customers that are, or types of customers that are more profitable versus less profitable to focus on. So you can focus in on what's going to make you the most, the most, the most profit. Uh, so it, it makes, it makes a, it makes a lot of sense. Now, what do you think the trajectory is in terms of when, this sort of data analytics and automation is going to become, you know, going to move from a, a nice to have to a must have. I would say we're three to five years out because by 2025, the, the industry will be doubled to over $36 billion in 2025. And so I think right now we're in the enterprise level to where the big boys, you know, the, the FANG companies are really starting to leverage that information. But I would say in the next you know, in that time frame that you're going to start seeing it trickle down to mid-sized business. And so definitely within the next 10 years, I would imagine it's going to be all the way down to a solopreneur. Um, just in terms of, you know, num amounts of data and access to analytical tools. So if you're a, a small business owner or a solopreneur and you're, you're just starting out with thinking about data analytics and tracking and whatnot, what, what are like, what are two or three, you know, data points that you would tell someone to start with? I, so the number one thing I always want to start people with is make sure the data is structured properly. That is the number one um, point that I see being an issue for smaller businesses is making sure that in your storage, you, you've created the, the table or database to make it to where it's long-term viable, to make sure your numbers are in the right place, make sure they're formatted correctly, make sure that data entry is done properly. I would say that is absolutely number one. Number two would just be, once we start that collection, how are we gonna use that information? How are we gonna analyze that information? 
you know, it could be as something as simple as a pivot table. Those are very effective for some small business owners. If you don't want to get into some of that, you know, different programming and some of those more sophisticated um, business intelligence tools, a pivot table works just great. I've seen plenty of business owners be able to, you know, work off of something like that. So that would, that's definitely a great start. I would say those two areas for a small business owner. So what is a pivot table? So that is taking the information and it's putting it into a table that can be manipulated. So you can filter those tables. So that's what a pivot table is truly used yeah. for, is to be able to slice that information, to be able to really drill down into whatever you want to be able to drill it down into. Okay. So I'm going to get a little, a little technical for, for a moment here. I, I've, I've used a, a program called Zapier for probably, I want to say four years, maybe five years to try to take you know, data from one program to another. Is that, is that similar to what, what a pivot table would do or, you know, along the lines of what, of what you're talking about? I would say similar. I'm not too familiar with the program you're using, Um, but that's, it's basically just extracting it from Mm -hmm. the same program and then putting it into a format that's more easily readable to be able to derive those insights. So I think we're a little different in terms of that. But, you know, that's a great start for you. You know, those kind of programs, you know, having that data awareness is, I mean, that's fantastic. Well, and the other, other, you know, acronym that I've become very aware of is API. So can you explain what API is for some of our listeners? So an API in a very simplistic way is a way for data or sources of information to be connected to one another. So you can create your own APIs, existing APIs are out there that you can use to connect the various different sources. Um, so that, that's in a very, very simple nutshell what an API is. So you can, you can essentially have program A talk to program B through their, their APIs. So it, would that Correct. be a good, yep. yeah, yeah. And so that's, in my business, whether that's, I've, I've used that, used that te- technique so that if I enter data in program A, but it also needs to be in program B, that through the API, which I manage through Zapier, but could probably just as you'd probably be better managed through your product to sort of take that information and move it and manipulate it into the into from program A into program B. Yeah. So no, that's I mean, that's a great start. I mean. I would say you're in the top percentile of small business owners, just, you know, even <laughs> understanding APIs and utilizing APIs. So, you know, you're down a, you're going down a great path with data analytics, Russell. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. <laughs> so tell me, how did you get started in, in this line of work? Yeah, absolutely. So my background is in market research, market analytics. So I went to school down in Fort Myers at Florida Gulf Coast University and majored in market research, market and marketing management. Um, And I always just found it to be so fascinating that numbers can tell you so much if you truly know how to use them. Um, I always think of the target, there's there's a famous story behind Target where they sent coupons to a, a household telling this like pregnancy coupons like for diapers and you know, all those sorts of things for babies. So the daughter of the household was pregnant and through her Target rewards card, Target knew she was pregnant before her parents did. 
<laughs> and it's when I heard that story, I'm like, man, that's think of like just the power behind knowing the analysis of your numbers and being able to create those those relationships between the variables of the numbers and what an advantage that is to be able to forecast your business sales, to forecast revenues, to um, deciding what your target client is going to be. And so that really, I was always super fascinated with that. And then I went into the data center industry and we saw tremendous need for data analysis, even in a large industry such as that. So my right. partner and myself said, if this company's making 650 million a year, and they have a need for data analytics. Imagine who else has a need for data analytics. And we really wanted to bring a lot of those solutions down to a level that are accessible for any business owner. So we can really start to help kind of usher in that new age of, you know, the data age to help those guys get caught up and get into a position to be prepared for what's coming in the near future. So, so you're, your target market is not necessarily the big guys. You're, you're looking at working with small to medium-sized businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Small to medium-sized businesses for right now. Um, just in terms of our, what our work capacity can handle. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure as we grow, those larger businesses are definitely in play. Um, not to say we can't do large business stuff because, you know, if we automate enough of those processes, we can, we can help those large businesses. But in terms of a target, I would definitely say probably the medium size right now, um, yeah. medium to small. You know, we like to help those small business guys, those entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, you know, because mm -hmm. those are the guys that are wearing too many hats right now. You know, they're operating every facet of their business. Their time is so valuable that we we just like, man, that's a slam dunk for those guys. Anything mm -hmm. you can, anything you can remove off of your daily, weekly, monthly agenda that you can automate is yes. a tremendous advantage. Absolutely. As a small business owner, I completely agree with that, uh, you know, which is why I've started looking at data analytics and automation several years ago, because there's only so many hours in the day. As we said earlier, you can make more money. You can't make more time. So um, now I think you touched a little bit on this, but what is the origin story of Nuclei? Yeah, so... Yeah, we did touch on it a little bit, but yeah, so it goes back down to when we were in the data center industry and there's just multiple applications that could have been where data analytics could have been leveraged to save the company hundreds of thousands of dollars, hours of their time, and it just wasn't being taken advantage of. So before I left, we started to implement a few different processes to um, save that company time and money. And so that's where my partner and I really got together and said, man, you know, a company of that size, if they, if there's a need in a company of that size, there's absolutely a need for it in a small to medium sized business as well. And so we just really want to be someone out there into the communities that can help small to medium sized business, you know, really scale their business at a fraction of the cost of actually bringing on a full-time data you know, data analyst, engineer, any of those kind of positions, you know, you can leverage Nuclei's product, get a similar value for a tenth of the price and just kind of outsource yeah. it third party, set it and forget it, and we'll take care of all the headaches. That, make, that makes sense. It just, it just seems, you know, as 
we get collect more and more data that unless you have that automation in place, it's going to require almost every small business to have a data analyst on staff to sift through all this stuff. So, so really by with your product, you can throw for small businesses, you can really avoid needing that person, you know, a full-time person on staff to sift through it. And you can really just have the computer essentially sift through it. Absolutely. Yeah. That's the goal. That's, that's, that's great. Uh, what is something? What is something you think that people should be more aware of about what you do? Just the benefits of it. I I, I see a lot of people. The true light bulb moment for most people yeah. is once their information is in our systems, <laughs> then they can see the true insights that can be derived quickly from that, and they get those aha moments. So I would just say that you know. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't write data analytics off for any business until you truly try it. Right. Because, you know, I've built systems for people that are, I consider numbers people, data guys, you know, people that love their data, collect their data, real nice format. You know, I've, I've seen multiple different occasions to where even guys like that, we, we create our system and immediately within five minutes, they're like, oh man, I didn't know that about my business. And the more you can understand your business and the more, you know, intimate you are with your information, mm-hmm. the easier decisions are to be made, the quicker they can be made. And those are all competitive advantages in, in, in the marketplace today. Yeah, I, I can imagine that most of the time when you tell people you do data analytics, their eyes glaze over and, you know, because it, it, it's not, it, it's a little bit of an abstract concept. Uh, so, you know, but it, but you're right. There's so many benefits to, kn- to knowing your numbers, uh, and you know, having a dashboard so you, that you can look at look at those numbers and and really understand what's driving your business. Absolutely, and yeah. and it all comes back to the time saving. You know, mm-hmm. we're trying to help you compound your time to where you have that system in place. You know, your time just is going to start compounding monthly, yearly. And think about you know we ran the numbers for one guy and he said he spends four hours a month on this, on his data reconciliation, his data analytics. That's mm-hmm. 48 hours a year. Extrapolate that over three years, five years. Right. That's tons of time you're getting back in your day. And what's his time worth? Absolutely. That's you know, a question I love to ask. What is your time worth? You know, what, what, what could you build that out to a customer or a client? Because, Absolutely. because there, there's, there's, a, there's a value to that time. It's not just, yeah, you know, it's it, and I and I think that sometimes gets gets lost a little bit. Uh, I would agree. Yeah, you know, because as business owners, you know, you want to be as involved as you can in your business. You know, right. that that's definitely a, a thought process. But at the same time, the value of being able to step back from certain parts of the business and let those technologies do what they do. You know, it's just so much better, so much more beneficial for small business owners. Well, it helps the small business owner get leverage. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, about you. Uh, you said you went to, to school down in Florida. Are you originally from Pennsylvania or, or are you, what, like me, a transplant? Uh, I'm a transplant. So uh, uh, born and raised in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Oh, wow. And then we moved to Southwest Florida when I was a um, teenager so I spent most of my formative years down in Florida, high school, college, 
And then um, we ended up moving to Pennsylvania about two years ago. Um, wife was born and raised up here, has a bunch of family. She wanted to be a little bit closer. So we're in Pennsylvania and so far I love it. Wonderful. Well, I'm, I'm sure the part you, you might not love is the snow. Maybe. Yeah, so I, I do feel like I got caught a little bit because I asked how much snow did we get? And I, I was told not much. And then the first winter I was up here, I had snow up to my waist when I was shoveling the driveway. So I feel like I got duped. <laughs> yeah, I mean Southwest Florida, you're not uh you're not getting that much snow and it's warm all year round, you know. And absolutely, you know, it's it get you get a get a touch of chilly in this area. Uh but I always tell people I can't shovel a hurricane, so I'll no. shovel the snow all you want. <laughs> and this is this is true. And you know, this year Southwest Florida really really took it with Hurricane Ian. So, absolutely, you know. my family. Um, I'll be going down there next month or the end of this month, so I'll be very curious to see kind of how that impact happened. But I've I've heard it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, that's what my understanding as well. So, you know, ho- you know, hopefully every, everyone in your family is safe. Uh, and, yep. you know, I appreciate that. Sure. Sure. So what is, you said that, uh, that you, that you love it here in Pennsylvania, except for the snow. What, what, what do you, what do you like the most about the area? I, I love the seasons, man. I love spring and I love fall. I like, you know, I like the crisp of the air, the coolness you know, we've been golfing a lot and there's a lot of nice golf courses up here. It's nice to be around a lot more family. Um, yeah, it's just, I just, you know, it kind of reminds me of back West a little bit, you know, the mountainous areas and the trees and, you know, it's just more of what I'm accustomed to. So I, I definitely say that's what I enjoy the most. Nice. Very nice. And what do you, what do you like to do when you're not working? So I do like to golf. I would say golfing, uh, hanging out with friends, watching sports, big time sports fan. Um, pretty simple guy, you know, not too, nothing too crazy going on. You know, Are you really, a- you know, free time we have spent on growing the business or, you know, unwinding in a couple of different ways, but pretty simple guy. So are you a Philly sports fan yet or are you, or do you still um, not yet. I am. I, I do feel gravitated towards the Phillies a little bit um, just because, you know, baseball is such a regional sport that, you know, I found that everywhere I everywhere I've moved in my life, I've kind of grown attached to the the local team. You know, I got a bunch of buddies that are big time Phillies fans. So I, I've definitely found myself rooting for the Phillies for sure. Yeah, this was a good year for the Phillies. You know, that was an Sur- exciting, exciting surpri- year. surprisingly, but, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, but, um, you know, and we'll, we'll see how we'll, you'll see what, what next, next year brings. Um, Absolutely. So, um, so what, what else, what, what, I guess, what, what do you like to do? What, you know, if you travel, do you, do you like to go on vacation? Where do you like, like to go to? So I love traveling to go see my family. So whether it's going back out to Wyoming to see my family or down to Florida, you know, that that's typically what I do with my vacations, just because none of my family is local. So any any of those opportunities I get to go see my family, I definitely want to take advantage of that. Okay. 
Well, wonderful. Well, thank you, Sean, for being for being a guest on the show on the show today. If any of our listeners are interested in learning more about what Nuclei can do, what is the best way for them to do that? Yeah, absolutely. So you can give me a call directly at 941-661-7910, which is my personal cell phone, or you can send me an email at S-L-A-T-T-A at nucleidata.com. That's N-U-C-L-E-I-Data.com. So if, I would love, you know, if anyone wants to hear some more information, you know, I'd love to grab a coffee, grab some lunch, sit down and just, you know, have a quick conversation. If there's, you know, any way that Nuclei can help, we would absolutely love to do that. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you very much again for being here, Sean. Um, and then uh, we'll see you next, next week on Not Minding My Own Business. Have a good one. Take care. Thank you. Thank you.